Hello, All Beer Inside listeners. We here at All Beer Inside understand that not everyone has the time to watch a YouTube video, so we are presenting the audio-only portion of the show here for your ear holes. This is the audio from episode 122 of the YouTube show, which was originally released on March 25th, 2022. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and most other listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask that you rate, review, and subscribe to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside. I'm your not-so-humble host, Carp, and today we are in the Villeray Borough of Montreal, and joining me today is Merel from Brasserie Eto. Hi, Carp. Hi. Thank you very much for uh, speaking with us about your microbrasserie here in Villeray, and uh, I look forward to learning all about your beer history and obviously the history of uh, your location. Uh, to my understanding, you are owner and head brewer. That's right. That's awesome. It's very rare to see a woman in beer, so that's even better to finally... There's a couple finally, of us. There's yeah, there's not many, us, though. Yeah. It's mostly guys who look like me. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you brought me out some delicious-looking beers here to try. What am I starting with? Uh, our Pilsner. Okay. Yep. So Cheers. we do a toast. toast. <laughs> we, we just changed our yeast for this one, so mm-hmm. um, it's a bit different from the previous ones that we brewed uh, in the past, So, but I'm pretty happy with the results, so it's... Um, Nice and crisp and uh, a good bitterness, uh, which, you know, ask for more uh, uh, to drink a little bit more. Like it's yeah. refresh- refreshingly bitter. I would say. Oh, super crisp. Like yeah. totally see myself because I know you had a patio last summer. I don't know if it'll come back, but I could yeah. see myself sitting on, on the terrace having yeah. a bunch of these. Definitely a great yeah. summer refreshing beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delicious beer. Fantastic. Uh, so what's the beer story? What's uh, the creation of Eto'o, your beer journey? Let me know what you want to tell me. <laughs> yeah, well, so we uh, uh, we started the brewery in uh, 2013. So it was a bunch of fr- old friends from uh, our childhood. Uh, it's me and my brother, and um, at the at the time, two other two uh, uh, other partners. Mm-hmm. Now we're there's three of us now. Uh, so it started um, basically. My brother was living abroad, and so was I. And when he came back here, uh, he started brewing a lot, in like in, in his basement. With, with uh, Guillaume, our, our, mm-hmm. um, who used to be a partner. And um, so they, they, they developed like many, many, many recipes, all sorts of things, uh, uh, experimenting a lot. And uh, I also had a little bit of experience brewing uh, beer and a lot of interest, I would say. Like all of us, we always loved uh, craft beer since we were like probably not in the legal age of drinking <laughs> so following you know like uh at the time it was emerging like there was boreal but also like Tue du ciel like and cheval blanc and all those great breweries so um yeah we always loved you know food and drink made a lot of homemade everything and so the project kind of um evolved it wasn't necessarily a, a microbrewery at first but then it evolved as you know a microbrewery and uh, I, I was also working abroad and I came back and uh, the timing, like everything fell into place and took a lot of, a lot of time to find like a good location, but mm-hmm. we really find a, found a, a great neighborhood location. So uh, in the end, like everything was aligned uh, for the brewery to, um, to start. That's awesome. The neighborhood was very welcoming to have a new business. Yeah, yeah, very. Like at, right at the start, um, the neighborhood has changed a lot, you know, since we started. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, it was great. Uh, the the they were very welcoming, and we have a great uh, client. Uh, I don't. How do you say client base? Yep. Like, 
from the neighborhood and and from you know everywhere um, as well but uh, like really nice um, very diversified all ages a lot of women like it's really nice um, to see yeah you're not far from like the plateau either which is super popular here yeah and we're right next to the to the subway to the yeah. metro station so it's you know it's really great yeah, this is kind of one of these perfect locations for myself who likes to beer venture, as I call it, where I could start here and then work my way towards downtown. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Like, and there's a lot of places that open in neighborhoods, mm -hmm. like as before it was mostly the big, the big uh, commercial areas, mm -hmm. but now you see a lot of uh, little places on in every neighborhood. So it's, it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so Brasserie Eto, where does that name come from? What? Yeah, so Eto is a, it's like the short uh, for ethanol, which okay. is the, the alcohol that's in beer mm -hmm. and every, in wine and spirits. So uh, I don't know, I don't, the, the name just stuck, um, like a, we, we, we thought it sounded, um, sound good, mm -hmm. like a short, uh, catchy name and uh, with a bit of a science um, twist to it. Like I have a science background, so yeah. we just like the name, it sounded good and like a, Easy to say. <laughs> Do you have a bachelor's, master's, or? or I have just... a PhD. Okay. <laughs> so you are actually another person we're speaking to has a PhD who has a, who owns a brewery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it's research. Crazy. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I did my PhD in science beer. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it's... actually, there's a lot of. Um, uh, how do you say transversal mm -hmm. knowledge like uh, I was in biology so there's a lot of techniques that I learned in the lab that are helpful now uh, when brewing or when propagating yeast and things like that yeah. I, I use a lot of things that I learned from um, my years in the research so well, I mean especially yeast when you think about it it's yeah. just a little thing that eats sugar to create furred out alcohol <laughs> yeah so beer is basically a big uh, culture broth yeah. for yeast <laughs> but it's a, a delicious one that's great uh, so you're obviously one of the more, uh, I mean, when you think about it now, you're one of the more old school locations here in Montreal before the big boom of craft beer. Was there a lot of problems creating the brands? Um, obviously, with Quebec, Ontario, anywhere in Canada, a lot of permits, yeah. a lot of difficulties like creating Eto, or was it well, kind you of have surprisingly to, streamlined? You have to be motivated. To the, at the time, you had to be. Yeah, of course, there's a lot of uh, regulations. This. Um, uh, was not uh, a bar before. There was not an alcohol permit on, on this uh, location, so uh, they're pretty strict. Well, at, at the time, they were at least uh, with um, uh, the distance you have to maintain between bars and mm -hmm. things like that. So yeah, uh, of course, there's, there were a lot of. Uh, but um, yeah, my, my brother really like he's, he's good with like these regulations. He like um, he, he did a really good job with that. <laughs> When it comes to the food, do you have a food and beer pairing you suggest to customers? Or um, not at the moment. We used to have like a cheese and um, mm -hmm. cheese and beer yeah. uh, platter, and I'm sure we're going to bring this back, uh, bring this back soon. Maybe with the reopening with a post pandemic, we've yeah. been like uh, you know going <laughs> maybe yeah. uh, uh, to really the point <laughs> because the staff is you know, mm -hmm. uh, like everywhere else a little bit difficult to to come by so. So when it comes to the naming of your beers, you stuck with pretty much like, you know, here's a Pilsner, here's this. Why, why no weird names like some places come uh, up with? Well, some, sometimes we, we do come up with, with a name. Uh, that's a good question. Maybe we just like it simple. Um, 
uh, or maybe we're not very good at <laughs> our, our puns are a little sometimes uh, uh, not not so the, I don't know so. <laughs> no it's simple it's for it's I know what I'm drinking it's not oh it's some weird name and I'm like okay is it a IPA or is it a pills I have no idea so yeah sometimes simplicity is key especially in this industry where everything is complicated in the brew house and running the business just keep things simple up front right yeah it says what it says, it says what it says but sometimes we do come up with names so it depends yeah. if we have an inspiration we're not a, you know we, we do awesome. uh, what's beer number two I'm trying uh, it's our New England IPA mm-hmm. mm. smells beautiful yeah. toast cheers Love that nose. So this is our newer uh, version. Like um, uh, we used to have another um, another version, so we decided to like go back to um, go back to um, the writing board. And um, so this is our newer version, like a uh, more uh, fruity and a little bit um, like on on this case, it's a bit uh, more bitter than I would have liked. But the next mm-hmm. one will be where we're continuously tweaking it. So, um, so nice and fruity and refreshing, but the, the bitterness I find like uh, increase the drinkability. So I kind of like it a little yeah. too bitter for the style, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, we're gonna yeah, tweak uh, it a I bit. Mean, I mean, super tasty. This is exactly the type of beer I like right now is the New Englands, the, the juicier ones. The bitterness isn't overpowering anyway, and it's not like, it's not like oh God, it's too bitter. It's, it's like at that right level for, for somebody like me, mm-hmm. obviously that's not for everybody, but this for me is a fantastic beer. You do mention like rewriting kind of the hot profile and everything each time. Uh, Matteo at Castle in Castleman, or Castleman Brewery in Castle, Quebec, uh, Ontario, excuse me. He's just, here's the new brewery, here's the hot profile. And so that's all you have to do is, here's our New England, here's the new hot profile, here's our New England, here's the new hot profile. You don't really have to make it extreme in any way. Just, Mm -hmm. we'll add Chinook instead of Vic Secret. So it's, it's so simple to do in my brain, but I know how complicated it is back there to actually create a beer, getting the water right, getting you know your malt build and your pop profile. And to me, it's just somebody like me, I'm a customer. I'm probably always gonna be a customer unless I'm, I'm an owner and I hire a brewer because <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything like that. So yeah. To me, you know, science is very difficult. And well, that you know, is it's science not- and art together, so. Yeah. Well, you, it's like everything. You get the you get the hang of it, and it's uh, uh, the more you do it, the more you have a good idea beforehand of of how the beer is gonna come out. And then you can always like it. That's a, the nice thing with a small brew pub like like ours is that uh, it, it's easier maybe to tweak it in a, like and change the profile uh, in time. Um, we, we we don't necessarily have to have always the same um, profile in the mm-hmm. can because it's uh, uh, commercialized that way. So. As I mentioned, science and art, and using the men's room earlier, there's a lot of cartoons on the yeah. walls. But who 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 decided like uh, let's give people something to read when they're yeah. going to the bathroom? <laughs> I, I you know to be honest, I don't remember who had that that idea. It must have been uh, one of the guys, you know, and. Uh, yeah, so we decided we have like um, four uh, bathrooms mm-hmm. and we decided to, to have a different um, uh, uh, things on the wall. Yeah. So you have one is Sudoku, one is a black and white um, uh, cartoons, yeah. one is color cartoons and one is a, a book like you can read for from page one to page to the to la- well, not the last page because we didn't have a, a big enough wall. But uh, 
So each page is, uh, we have to buy two copies of the book so that we can put each page on the, on the wall. Oh, that's great. And it, it's funny because it's called, it's a book called uh, Le Parfum, which is a, a book about uh, a lot of descriptions of smells. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I love that stuff. Uh, I mean, just the creativity. There's a pub in Griffintown where it's a chalkboard in the bathroom and they leave chalk there if you want to write stuff. That's it's, so cool. <laughs> the creativity from, because from, every brewery is the same, but completely different at the same time. And the creativity from one place to another, I think it's Pit Caribou. They just like have a coffin of all their old beers in the men's room. And it's yeah. every place has something unique that will catch my eye that I'm like, this place is awesome. The beer's fantastic. I unfortunately haven't had a chance to eat here yet, but I will at some point when your menu's up and running again. Uh, and it's just the creativity automatically draws me where the arts and the science always put together, create a wonderful product like this. You're clearly a very sociable host too, so I'm sure your customers are like, yeah, Mirel, I want to see Mirel again, I want to come back to here, and I'm sure your locals must love this place. Oh, we have a great, yeah, great locals. I'm, yeah, I'm not on the, on the floor as much as I would like, but, uh, you know, can be in the brewery in the <laughs> end on the, on the side of the, of the, of the mm -hmm. customers uh, all the time, so. <laughs> so I'm sure some of your, your barbacks and, and your waitresses and waiters and stuff, they're super friendly with it. Exactly, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And it's really nice. It's like Villeray is kind of a, uh, it's a, it's a bit of a village kind of a mm -hmm. neighborhood. Like everyone knows everyone. It really feels like a, a little village and uh, a lot of our, um, our, our staff just live around here and uh, they just uh, come and work here and it's great. <laughs> so we're always talking about supporting local and I do see you do have guest taps. You have uh, Cidere Milton, mm -hmm. uh, Matero. What made you decide to to have guest beers here? It's mostly like when we first started, it was almost all guest beer. So we, at the, at the beginning, we didn't have the brewery. Mm -hmm. So we started just as a, a like a microbrewery pub. And we, uh, we would contract uh, our beer, we'd go in and brew and uh, contract brewing uh, uh, elsewhere and come back. Maybe we had like a, uh, four of our beers and then the rest was uh, guest lines. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when we got the, the, the brewing system, of course, like slowly we, we increased our, the number of beers, uh, of uh, our beers. But um, the idea is to keep it, well, it's always fun to, to be able to, to try the, a new mm -hmm. beer or like a, an old favorite um, and have a, like, in a, and also for our regulars, it's, it's, they have like a more um, diversity. If mm -hmm. you come all the time, then it, it's nice uh, once a week to have a change, whereas for our batches, it, of course, the, the turnover is a bit lower, uh, slower. Where you have to, you know, with, with a, a guest beer, you can buy just one keg. So it's, yeah. it's it's nice for for customers to try new things for us as well. Like uh, keeps it uh, keeps it fun. I'm noticing a lot of because um, you you obviously have a hard alcohol yeah. uh, component to it, and I'm noticing mostly well, Quebecois. Yeah, if you see like all of our, our products, the only exception that we make, and we, we have quite a nice yeah. selection too, but uh, except for scotch and, uh, and whiskeys, mm -hmm. uh, our products are only from uh, uh, local, so only yeah. from Quebec. So when we first started like in 2013, I think we had like two vodkas and two gins, something yeah. like that. And uh, now we're like, it's impossible to have them all like, yeah. but uh, yeah, from, uh, from, you know, everything, even like um, Amaretto and all these things, mm -hmm. we try to buy like a local. Yeah. Of course, we couldn't resist with the scotch and whiskey. It's, a, it's such yeah. a nice pairing with beer. So we had, but, but there's a few um, 
local ones that are, that are starting to, to come out. So we're, we're always, always about like support yeah. local, whether it be if you're in Quebec, you support Quebec. If you're in Ontario, you support Ontario. If you're in Plattsburgh, New York, support, you know, the local brewery there is buy local. Yeah, as close as close as possible, yeah. and and we it was from uh, in our philosophy from right from the beginning. Like uh, our wine menu, we have a couple of wines that you can buy by the by the glass or by the bottle. But we have, we've ha always had only uh, local wines and yeah. local ciders and everything. It's important for us to encourage them. Because no. if we don't do it, like who's gonna you know if yeah. if like if people from around the area don't encourage the the local business, then then who will you know. What's beer number three I'm having here? Uh, we're having the, it's a double wit beer with okay. um, Labrador tea. So, uh, toast. toast. Ooh, that's delightful. The little, um, a little bit coriander? No, no, there's okay. uh, uh, no, actually a little bit of coriander, yeah. actually, yeah. With the, because it's a double wit. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the little spiciness and it's almost, it's spicy, but at the same time, like a little bit candy. Yeah. Uh, comes from the Labrador tea, which is uh, it's great. It's one of our uh, customers who's um, actually now a friend. Okay. And he goes, you know, up uh, uh, in the north um, yeah. every yeah, year. Labrador like, is a bit of a travel from Montreal. Yeah, he, he's a, a fishing uh, okay. aficionado. And, and yeah, he yeah. goes and he has a, he, he handpicks the, the Labrador tea for us every year, and every year we make a different beer. And then, yeah, he has a he's very very you know uh, he loves picking and he he has a anyway. So yeah, that's a, amazing. You know, I'm starting to notice too, uh, uh, like Ontario near Quebec. I don't know too many in Quebec, but there's, we're starting to get hot farms now too. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's like you know. Uh, I'm, I'm a broken record. I repeat it all the time. Support local. And unfortunately, with some yeast, you're not getting local. You have to go to Escarpment or whoever. But well, is... now there's uh, Le Labo in okay. uh, La Poquetia where you can yeah. buy yeast as well. Uh, yeah, we do uh, as much as possible use uh, local hops as mm -hmm. well. Um, yeah, and we now we even have like uh, grain uh, from Quebec and uh, so. Uh, you mentioned you originally homebrewed. What was kind of those first couple of, of home beers, even if they were bad? Well, you know, it was like the the usual. You know, we we started. I think I think my, my very first one was like a red beer or something, mm -hmm. and then an IPA and things like that. You know, the homebrewers. Oftentimes, it's a a lot of IPAs, a lot of stout. Um, yeah, the first ones weren't that great but um, at first we like the, the very first one was just like a kit like everyone you know and then we just made our little system and everything and and then tried pretty much brewing anything everything <laughs> and what was Eto's first beer uh here uh either here um, or i'm guessing since Mabrasserie is the big place uh, did no, you it was, start uh, there or no did you... we started a if I remember correctly, we, we our first batch was at Brasseur du Monde. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I think it must have been uh, either the Blonde Beer or the IP Blé, which is uh, like a... Uh, we, we do have it, it like on the menu right now. IPA. It's a wheat IPA mm -hmm. with la uh, lactose and a lot of oh. uh, sriracha. Wow. Uh, so yeah. it's very like creamy, a little bit richer. 
than like in the uh, yeah. West Coast. That's, that's odd because like lactose has only really been like a big thing the last three years or so. I know it was one of those things that guys uh, developed in their basement. They wanted to do like a, a stout beer, mm -hmm. but uh, like a white one. And so they basically, uh, it turned out to be more bitter as well. Like it turned out to be an IPA, but the, the, the basis was to, to, to imagine what, what a, a, a white stout would be. And um, yeah, that's what we came up Very cool. I don't think I've ever had that. I might have to try it after the show. Yeah. So. <laughs> sure. That's awesome. Um, so I'd like to ask uh, collabs you've done, whether even if it's just we grabbed coffee from the uh, coffee place down the street to create a stout, or we've collabed in creating beers. What are some collabs you've done? And then what are some collabs you'd love to do? Oh, well, we, uh, uh, we've done a, a couple of collabs with a little, uh, speaking of local, uh, encouraging local uh, businesses, we did, um, uh, there's like a little chocolate uh, factory, like mm -hmm. a couple blocks away with they, they do a bean to bar uh, chocolate. So they do everything on site and the chocolate is just amazing. Mm -hmm. And we, uh, twice we did with them, like a, they, they have uh, leftovers from, um, from uh, the, the, the bean, yeah. the, the chocolate yeah. bean, the cocoa, cocoa mm -hmm. bean. Uh, so the, the, the shell, the outside shell, uh, has a lot you can make like a tea with it it tastes yeah. like uh, like chocolate so uh, we made beer with uh, with with that which uh, so it's a dark uh, it's a two penny uh, with uh, cacao like uh, shells and a little bit of vanilla so it's a dessert beer but it's a uh, uh, low in alcohol so it's a uh, nice and easily drinkable so it's called Havana because the, the the shop is uh, uh, called Havana cool uh, we also did with, um, uh, we, we uh, get our bread from um, uh, uh, Le Pain dans les Voiles, which is a little bakery on, uh, on the Castelnau. And so they kept uh, their bread that they don't, see, they don't sell, you know, so they, uh, they kept, um, uh, uh, how do you call it, segle in English? It's, uh, hey, um, uh, segle is uh, rye. Right. Yeah. yeah. So their rye bread is really dark. So they, they just uh, dried it every day and kept it for us. And we made a, a, a beer. Awesome. With, uh, yeah, and we call it Villeray, so yeah. it's because it's a rye, that's a name, a pun with the name of the, the neighborhood. Um, also did a collaboration with, uh, uh, many years ago with uh, Espace Public, okay. mm -hmm. which turned out to be a classic uh, beer. Now we rebrew it every summer. It's a, a goza with um, uh, passion fruit. Okay. Yeah, so it's really nice and refreshing. So yeah. every summer our customers are waiting for that beer to come out. So. Yeah, that caught us uh, just just before the pandemic started. We were in Orleans, and they're like, "Oh, here's this pomegranate IPA." I'm like, "There's no uh, pomegranate milkshake IPA." I'm like, "There's no way that works." Oh my god, this is delicious. Pomegranate so, milkshake IPA. Yeah. Oh, that was that's a great idea. And it was brewed uh, for uh, Women's International Day too. Oh, that's and it was a woman a woman brewer like yourself who did it. So it's like that's, that's I love seeing that kind of stuff. I love seeing the support beers that breweries made when all together black is beautiful. Uh, now the uh, Aaron Broadfoot out of Little Beast, uh, Brave Noise. It's I, I love seeing, like it's not really collab. It's just you're grabbing their recipe and you're naming it whatever, and, you, and you're giving a portion of the sales mm -hmm. to a charity, and that's super important when it comes. It's it's a community. Yeah. In the end, we do that too. Actually, with um, every year uh, now with the pandemic, they didn't do it, but there's a there's a um, a group here in the neighborhood. They they fight. They they work uh, for. Um, it's called, uh, well, it's, it's to fight against uh, mm -hmm. uh, hunger, you know, okay. like a, yeah. a, a security alimentaire. Yeah. So 
Uh, it's food, a, it's food almost sec- like uh, old brewery mission in a sense, like getting food yeah, to... Yeah, they have all sorts of programs to help families, make sure like no one's hungry and mm-hmm. everything. So every year they have a show, which is called the Show de la Fin, so the, the, the hunger show, yeah. something yeah. like that. And so uh, every year we give, like we make a beer for them and we give uh, part of the profit to them and uh, go to the show and serve yeah. that beer at the, at the intermission of the show. So yeah. it's important I, for us to you know, uh, be involved in the neighborhood and like, things like that are... Like, yeah. great, so. Awesome. Uh, any dream collabs? Any, uh, you know, oh, we haven't brewed with, let's say, uh, Masorum or Mutoid or Melon, like one of those guys. Could you see yourself doing, like, a collab with somebody else local? Uh, well, a lot of them, you know, would be nice. Uh, uh, like, you know, maybe going back to our roots, like where the, our love for, for um for craft beer started for, for me at least is uh, du du ciel when I was a student I was following what they were doing crazy uh, closely so that would be like a, a really nice collab to do. So one thing I love to ask is you get a macro drinker you get you know I'm I only drink Budweiser that person comes in what's what's that gateway beer that you get them? I would say probably the the blonde beer mm-hmm. or maybe the pilsner but maybe it would be a bit on the bitter side so yeah the blonde beer is actually very you know one of our big uh big sellers so uh, we try to make it as uh you know as refreshing as possible but still with a lot of taste uh so we didn't try to tone it down too much like uh, we're not trying to yeah we didn't you know try to make something extra light or, or which which would be nice maybe for the summertime as one of the lines but uh yeah, so probably the the blonde beer would be closest to um, to what a like a Budweiser fan would would want, but still different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing I like to ask is, as I mentioned, support local. Somebody comes here, tries a bunch of your beers. Any friends in the area that you say go on to down the street to these guys up the street down there that way, whatever, like east, west, north, south. Who who do you suggest? Well, for them there, to also try. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's a, like we were saying before, there's a lot of uh, nice places that open, you know, in small neighborhoods. So uh, very close to us, there's uh, Arikana, we make mm-hmm. great beer, and um, you have uh, Ildegarde also. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, very nice places in Rosemont, like mm-hmm. to, 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 to discover. Yeah. Bira as well, uh, Bira slash Silo yeah. now, so. Yeah, Vira and now Silo also. Mm-hmm. So there's a, actually they're like popping up everywhere. So it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Uh, what's this last beer I'm going oh, for? Oh, we have the best bitter. Mm-hmm. So. Ooh. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Smells very malty. Malty. Mm. Malty, but still. Malty, nice bitter. Ma- uh, yeah, yeah, nice uh, balance. Biscuit. Nice balance of, of hops, but not crazy or anything yeah yeah, yeah. it's not it, no ingredients overpowering the other it's it's very yeah, it's it's amazingly balanced better and yeah. uh, this is like this is kind of my my spring beer is when i'm going into the summer where i'm going to drink my crazy like either drink something super crushable like a pilsner or a blonde and then go to my ipa like new england ipas during the day this is like a spring beer for me that i could see myself like having a nice scotch and then something like this yeah that would be very good with a scotch like not too uh, peated, but uh, yeah, it would be very nice with scotch. Um, now, clearly, you're very, very busy. Um, yeah, I'm sure here and in, in your personal life as well. But when you finally have some time to travel again, going on a beer vacation, 
yeah. that you've never been to before? What, what's that beercation you'd love to take? You know, I, have, I never had a chance to go to Belgium, so mm -hmm. definitely. Uh, but, you know, since everything is so close by over there, probably Belgium and, and England would, be, would yeah. be really nice to, to, to go. Yeah, but um, yeah, that, that would be a, green, a, dream, um, a dream vacation, yeah. Yeah. A bit, a bit hard on the liver, maybe, but <laughs> especially if you go to England with the scotch and everything, and yeah, yeah, no, just that entire kind of like Euro trip that you do. You, see, you know, start in Germany and oh either God. work your way whatever you want to go to the Czech or yeah. to Belgium. Yeah, when yeah. you think about it, you could go. You know, yeah. you make an, a great. You know, uh, I mean, and everything now, especially from what I've seen right now, when it comes to flights and, and trains and everything in Europe, is it's so cheap. I don't know after, you know, the Canadian dollar to the euro or, or the British pound what it's like, but it's, uh, it's, it's just, it seems more accessible because it's, I guess, so close, whereas Canada, we're so big and yeah. so spread apart. It's, it's a little harder to drive from St. John's to yeah. Vancouver. Yeah, for sure. Whereas, the U.S. would be a nice trip too, but mm -hmm. I, again, it's a bit, you know, more territory to cover and then yeah. and in Europe you could really go like you said from one country with they have they all have great you know yeah. uh, brewing um, uh, history and, and tradition so um, yeah that would be you know really nice kind of obviously with stuff really reopening what's what's next for for at the well with the pandemic we started bottling so we're looking into expanding that a little bit the um, the laws have changed mm -hmm. for for brew pubs uh, like us so that would be, that's a, has challenges because we're limited in space and things like that, but we're looking into that. That would be uh, like a really nice... Uh, Local yeah, beer stores as well, let's say Malte Hops in Verdun and Peluso, obviously. Hopefully I get to see on shelves there soon. Yeah, so. yeah. That'd be great. Awesome. This has been a fantastic talk. I really appreciate you taking time in your schedule to speak with us about your fantastic capacity here. Uh, let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, so we're um, Eto Brasserie in Villeray, in Montreal, so Metro Jarry, and you can find it find us on social media on Facebook. As for us, allbeerinside.com is the website at allbeerinside on all social media, and as you say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap. <laughs>